You're listening to episode number 39. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited about this episode. And I know that our schedule with a couple of the episodes has been kind of wonky. I've been trying to pump out more content because I'm super excited about a few of the guests that are coming on in the month of November as well as early December. You guys, my schedule is absolutely nuts throughout the end of the year. And I'm so excited about it. I am flying to New York and New Jersey next week. Then I'm flying home. Then I am flying to Virginia, back to the Northeast. Then I'm flying home. And then two weeks later, we go to Miss America in Connecticut. And so it will be absolutely crazy. But make sure that you guys are following me on my social media at Megan underscore Swanson and at Powerhouse Pageantry so you guys can get the first look at behind the scenes. And also, as always, make sure that you are in our Interview Mastery for Pageant Women Facebook group, which I will link in the show notes, or you guys can find all of our social media, or feel free to email us or DM us on social media, of course, if you can't find that and are having trouble. So tons of travel coming up. And as I was prepping for today's podcast, I was so excited because something came to my mind and I was like, oh my goodness, we have not done just like a basic overall training of what makes a really, really fantastic pageant contestant in such a long time. So I'm so excited to share with you guys kind of my interview fundamentals today. And um, part of this you guys have heard before with kind of the different S's that we use in our coaching. There's like seven or eight of them. Um, and that's based off the 7S framework, which is a leadership framework that we use in my church a lot. But um, I also have a different acronym that I made up, <laughs> gosh, a couple of years ago. And it doesn't spell a real word. First, it was PERFS or SPERF, which we've talked about before on the podcast, but not for a long time. And then I also realized that there's just a bit more that I wanted to add to that. Um, and that's M. And you'll hear what that is in a second. And so now I kind of am working with and it's not working out for me. So if y'all have any other suggestions of how I can put the letters P-E-R-M-F-S together, I am all ears. Feel free to at me on Instagram. (laughs) So anyways, we're going to get started. Um, This will be kind of a short podcast today, and I hope that this encourages and blesses you guys. So let's start off with P. So even though Miss America has eliminated the swimsuit competition, I am personally a fan of swimsuit, but if you're not, that's okay. And um, the reason why I'm still a fan of it is because I think that making sure that we put our best foot forward with still encouraging young ladies to be their best selves in a physical nature is vitally important. And I think with completely removing the swimsuit aspect of a pageant and not adding in another type of fitness portion, which I still hope Miss America does one day. Um, It's not about being a size zero or a size two or a size whatever, but it is about showcasing that as a role model, I do believe that being a physically fit individual, a physically healthy individual, um, and being a role model who takes care of herself 
and can get around well. Like her body works right. It's not full of inflammation. Like she's not going to die prematurely because of cardiovascular issues, right? Um, she actually cares about what she looks like. And that's not to imply at all that people who are overweight don't care what they look like. So please don't hear me that way. That's not what I'm saying. But I um, personally believe that taking out the fitness portion of competition in general can sometimes, um, in a sense, have a backwards effect where we're saying, oh, well, you know what? Like looks don't matter. We're just going to pretend like they don't matter at all. When in reality, even if you take out a portion of competition or two portions of competition that have to do with quote unquote judging someone on their looks, um, the fact of the matter is, is we look at people based off of how they look and we judge people based off how they look. And it doesn't always have to be a weight thing, but at the end of the day, we still judge people. We still make a judgment call. It doesn't mean that you're passing judgment on someone and judging them, but we do make a judgment call and there's something that goes on in our subconscious that naturally just thinks in our own heads that person is healthy or that person does not take very good care of themselves. And sometimes what happens is when we don't, when we perceive that someone doesn't take good care of themselves, it can be very hard for us to respect them as, as much of a role model. I'm not saying that we can't respect them, but what I'm saying is, is that as a pageant woman, I want, I want to give it to you guys straight that we need to be aware that you could be setting yourself up for failure because you only have either three minutes in USA or nine and a half minutes in America to change someone's perspective, right? And I don't want you guys to utilize nine and a half minutes of your interview to try and convince somebody why you being your weight is healthy, right? That's not part of the conversation and that we need to waste time on. And obviously we wish that people didn't have preconceived notions. We wish that people didn't walk in with um, preconceived notions about what healthy is, but I'm really, really excited. And this is why I want to say this with a grain of salt. Okay. So just, just bear with me for two weeks. Okay. You guys, but in two weeks when this comes out, um, at, as of the time that this comes out, we are going to have an absolutely incredible individual. Yeah. Let's see. It'll be the 26th. So that should be two weeks. Somebody can fact check me on that, but in two weeks, um, we will, or maybe it's three. Goodness. Sorry. I think it's three weeks. We will have um, Mr. Scott Keppel on the podcast, who is my trainer, my friend, um, my colleague, and he has an absolutely incredible perspective on how he coaches specifically women um, with like postpartum or women in pageants in an extremely healthy way. He's coached me in an extremely healthy way um, and helped me become an even better version of myself, even though I'm in the best shape of my life, even better than I was when I competed at Miss America um, five and a half years ago, which is like ugh, crazy. I'm really excited for you guys to hear his. And kind of the whole person, which is what we're talking about today. Okay. So physically fit is number one. Number two is emotionally fit. So um, judges are looking for somebody who is not full of hills and valleys, okay? So yes, life is full of ups and downs. Like it's a thing, we can't avoid it. There are things outside of our control. But in terms of your emotional state, okay, if you are looking to put yourself in a position as a role model, we need to give ourselves a, a reality check, okay? I know I'm being straight with you guys, but this is why you come to me, right? Because you come to me for answers, not to just be fluffy. And so many of my clients, before they start working with me, 
Um, we talk about that because a lot of local directors who mean well will just give them fluffy things of, no, well, don't change anything and you'll be fine. And then they, they don't win and they're confused and they're unhappy and they think something's wrong with them. No, it's actually not wrong with you. Just no one's probably ever been straight with you about what actually is going wrong. So I say this with all the love in the entire world, but judges are looking for somebody who is emotionally fit in terms of your day-to-day life is not looking like a massive roller coaster. Okay. So we all go through seasons. I've been very transparent about my seasons that I've went through and you guys, I am not a perfect person by any means. Um, but it is so important to get the emotional, um, intelligent side of your life under wraps and in check, or at least making tangible progress. Because when you think about it, you're putting yourself in the position to be a role model. You're putting yourself in the position to be able to speak into sometimes thousands or tens of thousands of lives, right? And while it's never about arriving, it's not about being perfect, we do need to have a certain level of progress to where um, if we're going to have a voice and use that voice, we want to make sure that what's coming out of our mouth is from a good heart, right? We want to make sure that we're not faking it till we make it. We want to make sure that what's coming out of us is full of goodness on the inside because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, okay? So um, if you're dealing with mental illness or you're dealing with you know, some emotional trauma that's going on in your life, um, that's okay, right? We all deal with stuff, but I would just say take a really... Um, intentional glance at why you're doing this pageant. And we all have different reasons. We all have different amazing reasons why we want to do pageant. But it's really important to make sure that you are in a relatively healthy place because you don't want to be um, using your title. And this is a great way to put this, using your title and your platform as a way and a mechanism and a means to externally process that's not the purpose of a title, okay? Um, there needs to be a certain level of things that you've already processed and already gone through and already received victory from. Again, not about being perfect, but received victory from, or else you're going to be speaking from that position of hurt and pain and trauma. And that can be actually very detrimental and that can have a negative effect of what you're wanting to have an effect on in terms of your crowd, your, your audience, your influence. And then when you don't get the results that you're looking for at the end of the road, because actually we were sowing some seeds that we didn't want to sow, um, that can be kind of yucky. And I don't want you guys to have to clean up that mess. Okay. So get to a place just where you can trust yourself, right? Or go see a counselor if you need to make sure that you're talking to somebody to externally process um, those types of things. But the judges want to see somebody who has a track record of stability and control. Okay. And is able to really impact others positively and also impact others positively emotionally, right? In an emotionally positive way. So I wanted to touch on that. So I'm going a little bit um, not on the acronym I said earlier, P-E-R-M-F-S is the current like way that I'm trying to stick these things together. But I'm actually going to go P-E-M-R-S-F. So just bear with me <laughs> to the end, right? Um, but the next one that I want to hit on is R, which stands for relationally fit. And what this means is judges and executive directors, right? And even just audience members who they respond to really well, who people respond to well on social media are looking for somebody who surrounds herself with positive relationships and positive people. Um, The reason why this is so important is because we've all heard a million times that you are the summation of the five people that you hang out the most with. You know, I was at a, a very exclusive networking event last night. And uh, my boyfriend and I looked at each other and, you know, at the end of it, it was, it was wonderful, but we kind of actually felt out of place a little bit. And there are people who are very, very successful. Um, the guy who spoke was somebody who owns like 17 different restaurant chains here in Omaha and just absolutely 
dominates the restaurant industry. And was just talking about, oh, and then I bought, you know, 10 stores of this and 10 stores of that. Then we expanded into this state and we were just looking at each other like, how, like, how does someone even do that? Like, I'm just trying to get my work done every single day and have enough time to watch one Netflix show. I mean, these people have families, these people are incredible, but who you surround yourself with is who you'll become. And in the same way, you know, the answer to that question of how do they do that is because they connected themselves with mentors um, and the right people who could show them the ropes. And then you prove to level up in those relationships. So it doesn't mean that you need to be friends with rich people or celebrities, but taking a look at who a title holder surrounds yourself oftentimes will tell you a lot about who she is. That's why what you post on social media is super important. That's why um, knowing your brand, which we talk about a lot at Powerhouse around here, um, knowing your brand, knowing your the stories that you want to tell, the values that you hold, all those types of things, which we'll talk about a little bit next week are so incredibly important. Um, does this person seem to have uh, close friends or an ever revolving circle of friends, or does she seem like she's a lone wolf and can't really take criticism very well? She seemed like she's kind of prideful and she does her own thing. And she says, I'm my own woman. Don't mess with me, you know, snap in a Z formation. Like that can be funny, you know, but at the same time, is that something that's going to be very translating for you as a state title holder? I'm not quite sure. You know, um, does she have people that she's made family? If she doesn't have a strong family or doesn't come from the best background, that's totally okay. Has she surrounded herself um, with mentors and people in her life that can make her a better person, hold her accountable, take her to the next level, all that good stuff? So that's R. The next letter um, is, is she mentally fit? A title holder needs to be mentally fit, which means she's intelligent, okay? Some people don't like when I say this, but let's just be completely honest. You have to be smart to be a title holder. It doesn't mean that you need to have perfect grades, but you do need to be smart. Being a title holder is hard, you guys. It it takes at you uh, mentally and emotionally. I mean, in all these categories, you guys, you have to be at a level of fitness in your mind to be able to adapt situations to be able to handle. And in addition to, to just being, you know, like IQ smart, you need to be EQ smart. Like we talked about uh, a good title holder is a self starter. She does not wait to be, you know, she doesn't have to get permission to do everything. She's somebody who comes with a, up with ideas for her position. She is dreaming about what she wants to do to get her um, platform, her social impact to the next level. She's somebody who is asking the ED if she can do things constantly. She's a self feeder. She likes to grow. She's somebody who reads books. She plays Audible in her car or plays sermons while she's driving because she likes to grow. She likes to challenge herself. She doesn't just go with the flow and, you know, she has to be able to hang well in any social situation. At the end of the day, you guys, somebody who is charismatic and has the it factor is somebody who's a good hang, somebody that the judges want to see more of because they can relate to her, right? She's somebody who is quick-witted and maybe she's funny or maybe she loves to spat off knowledge about sciencey stuff, but she gets all geeky about it and like totally owns the fact that she's a brainiac, right? Maybe she got a 36 on her ACT and doesn't brag about it in like a chauvinistic way, but loves to laugh about it because maybe she could slightly come off as a blonde because of her looks, but she's actually super intelligent, right? So do you, are you guys mentally intelligent? Are you somebody who's on top of their game and, or somebody who needs to be fed all the time, right? Because sorry, babies aren't going to win pageants like young grown women are. Um, and it's a really, really beautiful thing to see people step into their power in that way and to start being self-feeders because you'll realize that you actually gain back 
so much control in your life when you do that. The next letter is S, and that stands for spiritually fit, okay? So y'all all know that I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, it's something I'm really passionate about and is a huge core value of mine. But I firmly believe that regardless of what um, religion maybe you subscribe to, okay? I don't even like the word religion, y'all know how I feel about that, faith that you, re- that you subscribe to, because I'm not a huge fan of legalism. <laughs> LOL, if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that later. Um, but does she have an active spiritual life? Is she anchored to something bigger than herself? You know, even if, um, we may not have you listening and and me speaking may not have the exact same, um, faith-based beliefs. That's okay. I have tons of clients who have been very successful from a million different backgrounds that you wouldn't even believe. Okay. So that's not the point, but there is something very, um, attractive about someone that is anchored to something bigger than themselves. Because let me tell you, when you're a lone wolf, when you isolate, when you are not anchored to something that you believe is higher than yourself, it's real easy to get real prideful, which is real not cute in about three seconds. And so I say that less because, I mean, yo, I want everyone to love Jesus because there ain't no comparison, let's just say, okay? Um, There's not. But if that's not the faith that you subscribe to, is somebody giving? Is someone a servant leader? Um, can someone take advice? Is, or is somebody just running on empty all the time? And you can see that they're just running in their own strength. And then the second that something feels out of their control, they have to control the situation. Um, you know, I've, I've observed a couple girls over the years, and it can be really, really uncomfortable. It can be like secondhand embarrassment almost when you are watching somebody who is so used to being at the top of their game and have it all together, get in a room that now is officially bigger than they are. Um, much like I felt when I went to college, which I've told a lot of y'all about, I was the best singer my whole life everywhere. And then I went to Nashville and I was like, holy crap, I suck. And I'm the worst singer and I should never sing ever again. Right. Um, thank God that I broke that inner vow with myself because now I crush it. Right. Um, but there's just something about people who think that they're the biggest fish it is not cute and it is not attractive. Okay. So if that's you, I'd encourage you to take a hard look in the mirror. Um, and there's a sense of confidence that is beautiful, but there's a sense of confidence and ownership that can come with humility and meekness at the same time. You can be bold as a lion like me. Okay. And have the strongest personality ever, the loudest voice. Um, I've seriously, I have like bigger vocal cords than most humans. I get it from my dad. Like he has actually, thicker vocal cords than a normal human being. It's wild. Okay. So you might be loud like me, but it doesn't mean that you need to have, make other people feel right. When you walk in the room, it doesn't mean that you need to be, you you have lack of self-awareness. It doesn't mean that you walk in and you just take over the conversation and, and ignore everything else everyone else is doing. Right. I used to do that. Don't be like me. Please be more self-aware than that. It's way cuter. I promise. So get connected to something bigger than you, you guys. It's not cute just to be a lone wolf. And I promise you the, the, the parts about yourself that you need to buffer out only come out when you're around other people. And when you have people that are accountable to you in your life that you're accountable to. So with that, the last one, and actually one of my favorite ones is F, which stands for financially fit. So This is always, um, not always, because for me, it's not really, but for some people, it can be a tricky topic. And like, understandably, you guys, I grew up in a household with two musicians who met singing jingles together. And there are many times when we were scraping pennies together for family pizza nights. Like, that's one of my core stories that um, I tell a lot of people because it was true. Like, whenever we got to have Papa Murphy's Pizza, it was a really, really big deal growing up. And we would literally 
have a, a coin jar that we would save up for those nights as a family. And it was absolutely incredible. But a good title holder, you guys, has to have a certain perspective because especially with just everything in the age of social media that's asked um, from a title holder, you have to be able to have your head on a swivel and be on top of your game. And if you don't come from money, um, I know this is not a popular opinion, but pageants are expensive. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if anybody, if the best blogs in the world tell you that you can ball on a budget. Like, yes, to a certain extent you can, but at the end of the day, like couture clothing is made differently than a dress from Dillard's. Like it just is, right? And I'm not saying that you can't get a dress from Dillard's. I, that was probably a terrible example because I get dresses from Dillard's. They actually have really nice stuff, okay? But let's say couture versus Forever 21, okay? Um, no hate against them at all, but there is going to be a different quality for the price that you pay, okay? And how beautiful of an analogy that what you believe that you are worth is the price that you'll also pay to invest in yourself. You know, um, I believe every single one of you guys are priceless, priceless jewels that Jesus died for on the cross for your freedom, for your salvation, and for your dreams, for the unique purpose on your life. And it is mind-boggling to me that we will spend $5, $7, $10 at Starbucks every day, which, you know, ends up being $300 a month if you spend 10 bucks a day. And yet we can't invest in the simplest things to educate ourselves or to grow in the things that we want to grow in or to invest in pageant coaching, right? And luckily I don't really deal with that a whole lot just because, you know, the clients who come to me are, are ready to go and kind of have that perspective already. But I would just encourage you if you're on the fence about investing in yourself, even if it's not with me, you guys, I don't care if you listen to this podcast every day and you think someone else is a better coach for you. Fantastic. Go with them. Like I do not have a competition mindset. Go for it. Right. I will choose the right clients over the wrong clients any day, but learning how to invest in yourself, you guys, um, self-educating yourself, just like how to have a spreadsheet. You know, um, my boyfriend and I, he's an accountant. We work all the time with people on um, bookkeeping and budgets and just simple balance sheets that they don't teach you in school. You'd be amazing at the money that is flowing out of your pocket when you don't track every dollar um, and how much more you can be in control of something when you choose to actually be in control of it, you know? And, um, but somebody who's financially fit is somebody who is willing to take calculated, intelligent risks using their mental strengths, using their relation, you know, relational equity with other people to make wonderful decisions. But you guys will tell you as a business owner, every single time that I have made a scary financial decision, um, I always had peace in my heart that it was the right thing to do. And it panned out every single time. Every time I had like a siren, 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 this isn't the right thing to do in my heart, it was a bad decision. Um, but with both of them, there is a sense of, um, there's a sense of that, oh crap, a little bit in your gut where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to make a big purchase or oh my gosh, I'm about to invest in something. There is a little bit of, I wouldn't even necessarily call it fear, but just kind of like bubbles in your stomach. But there's a massive difference between when you know that you're being duped and when you know that you're just paying for something that's valuable because it's valuable, right? So do we see things like, oh, I'm broke as a joke, laughing about it all the time on Instagram? Or do we see a woman who's planning for her future? And you might not have been raised with a lot and that's okay. You might have been raised with tons and that's okay too, right? That doesn't change who you are as a person. But what does matter is that you are willing to prioritize the right things and financial 
um, wholeness, financial wellness, being financially fit proves to judges, EDs, people around you, changes your friends, you know, all that kind of stuff. It proves to yourself even that you can be responsible over every area of your life. And so um, those are the six letters that I really use as um, checks even for the types of clients that we want to work with. And it is not about being perfect whatsoever, my goodness, um, at all. But those six things are vitally important if you guys haven't thought about those things as interview fundamentals, as character fundamentals, as um, title holder fundamentals. And I would highly encourage you guys to listen to this as many times as you need to. Um, or if you have somebody else that is just a sister, a friend that is struggling with one of these areas, I encourage you to share this podcast with her. Um, just press the share button, especially if you're watching or listening on iTunes. It's super easy. And just, I message it to somebody really quick. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think and um, just want to really encourage you guys that getting these six things together will drastically change your perspective, change your, your actions, and it will change your life. It really, really will. I have, um, I walk these things out every day. I have these things and I am adamant about in my own life representing these things because as a coach, like I said, uh, like I've said a million times, I will always go first. I will always go first because I don't want you guys to ever have to walk a path that I haven't already overcome. That's what a coach is for. That's what a coach does. That's what a person who is speaking into your life that you can trust does. And um, so with that, those are the six things for today. Um, like I said, please share this with somebody. Follow us on all social media channels if you haven't already. Um, and we'd love for you guys to leave a positive review at the end of this as well. If my podcast has helped you over the past almost a year, we are like... 10 and a half months into this thing. No, 11 and a half months into this thing. It's almost December. I cannot believe that. Um, it's absolutely wild. We've only missed a few weeks. Um, otherwise, we would have been at episode 52 by the end of the year. But we are just right about there. I think we'll end at 46. So only missing six weeks out of the year for the first year has been amazing, right? So please leave us a positive review um, if you guys have been enjoying this podcast over the course of this year. And last but not least, um, as always, if you guys want to fill out an application, you can find that on our website to become one of our clients. We're onboarding already for the 2020 season. We only work with um, just a few girls per state at the one-on-one -on -one level just because we really, 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 really invest into all of our clients and they become family. We treat you like family. Um, or sometimes better than family is my goal, right? <laughs> um, we just have a couple spots left. There are about five states or so that are already blacked out for the 2020 season. Um, so those spots are gone. I think Illinois teen is already gone. Um, Indiana is very close. Um, I can't think off the top of my head the other ones. But anyways, so just inquire us. Um, you can on our website. You guys can fill out the Next Steps application. Um, if you guys have our Bookify website, you can go to that as well. Uh, otherwise, you can always reach out to us at Megan underscore Swanson or at Powerhouse Pageantry on Instagram or Facebook. And we'd love to help you set up your next step to hopefully win your state pageant and just dominate and be an influencer and grow yourself. You know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful journey that will never return void. And that's why I love what I get to do every day because we're not just pageant coaching, we're life coaching, we're setting up women for success for the things that matter the most in this world, which is becoming a stable human being who believes in who she is, knows her values and can go and conquer the world. So thanks so much for listening today. Um, have an awesome day and we'll see you next week. 
If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.